0: welcome to healthy choices with your host ray solano from austin texas we're ready for your calls right now call in toll free at 877-956-9566 now here's your host ray solano
1: well hello there and uh, welcome to healthy choices xm we're broadcasting live from austin texas on this hot summer day of course it's always 100 degrees here for the next two months so everybody have sympathy for us i'm your host ray solano and clinical pharmacist and board certified clinical nutritionist and again as always we're here to answer your questions about your health and how you can make responsible choices that can really change your life and A lot of our listeners that have been with us for over 15 years realize that every once in a while we come up with a topic that is near and dear to their heart and they listen to a podcast of our show or listen to uh, a show on our website and it really makes a difference to their practitioners, others in their family and that's what we're going to talk about today. Always check out our website healthychoicesxm.com. Today's topic is going to be a new and innovative therapies for thyroid treatment. We're going to be interviewing Dr. Gazagoli and Dr. Cheryl Burnett on Progressive Medical Center's thyroid program and what their modern approach for this traditional therapy. We're open for your phone calls today at 877 956 9566 you can always text us, very popular of our program is 512-219-0724 anytime during our pre-record message or anytime during our show or when you listen to it we will always get back to you at 512-219-0724 and as always check out our, our website healthychoicesxm.com for podcasts on iTunes and also on our show for past broadcasts we have such a great response from our show talking about Lyme and mold from Dr. Richie Shoemaker and Dr. Andy Heyman, that we have people calling us back and thanking us for, for putting this information together. And so that's what we're here all about, is to educate people and give them choices and take responsibility for their health. And thyroid is also one that same category because we had such an unbelievable response last time. When we did this show, we want to do it one more time and addressing it in a little bit different manner. The reason why we decided to take on this topic is the thyroid is probably one of the most misunderstood therapies that we have that are out there in the physicians. More people are suffering from thyroid hypothyroidism and dysfunctional thyroid than almost any other chronic disease. An estimated 20 million Americans suffer from hypothyroidism, low thyroid levels. This was according to the American Thyroid Association. Other estimates run as much as 60 million, depending on the criteria being used. About 80% are women, and about 60% are undiagnosed, in part because symptoms mimic other disorders, depression, bipolar disorders, diabetes, high cholesterol, infertility problems, but some patients and doctors just are not aware of these other disorders that mimics. This is the reason why, this is a complex intricate endocrine malfunction that involves adrenal glands, and it involves the hypothalamus, the pituitary. So this is why we're gonna go into that for the show today. 877-956-9566. We're here to answer any of your calls. And always text us at 512-219-0724. And some of the top 16 symptoms of a hypothyroidism, you'll listen to this, is fatigue, increased sensitivity to cold, dry skin, puffy face, elevated blood cholesterol levels, pain, stiffness of swelling of your joints, thinning hair. Slower heart rate, depressed mood, impaired memory. So these are some of the top 16 symptoms of hypothyroidism. Very sound familiar. Also, if people ask the questions, some of the checklists may indicate they have a hypothyroidism. If you feel better, be able to take an afternoon nap every day. I typically wear a sweater, even in the summer. If you're answering to any of these questions, you're going to really enjoy our discussion today. I experience numbness or tingling in my hands and fingers. My skin is coarse, dry, or scaly. These are some of the hallmark symptoms of an underactive thyroid that you sit there and go, what, what, why? And that's what we're going to go through today. There are, this is not naturally occurring. Uh, it's many times environmental. Sometimes it's drug induced. Sometimes it's nutrition. Many times it's heavy metals. That's what we find, especially if anybody has any mercury fillings in her mouth, there's a very good chance that you have an underactive thyroid. This was an article that was in Wall Street Journal last year. Doctors hear patients call for new approaches to hypothyroidism. Many pe- The reason why is because people realize that traditional treatments are not helpful. A lot of people are taken upon themselves to seek out treatment. You're gonna en- really enjoy Dr. Gazagoli and Dr. Cheryl Burdett from Progressive Medicals, taking a very different integrative approach, a more modern approach, to thyroid dysfunction. And And it may not be specifically only drugs, but sometimes just key nutrients. The thyroid gland requires nutrients such as iodine, also selenium, We say, well, where am I going to get selenium? Two to three Brazil nuts a day is all you need to be able to get your body's ability for selenium to make the activated forms of thyroid. Unfortunately, these are some of the things that people just don't do on a normal basis. But it's something like this, very simple, can be able to eliminate some of these symptoms, iodine and selenium. So let's go get, we're going to do a pre-record from progressive medical centers, Dr. Gazzagoli and Dr. Cheryl Burdett. And anytime during our pre-record you can always text us at 512-219-0724 and we'll be able to answer your questions. We'll come back on the second half of our show, a little bit more in-depth discussion. We'll be able to take any of your calls uh, at our phone number 877-956-9566. Derek, let's go ahead and start our interview uh, and we'll come back with some questions after. So why do
0: we pick the topic on Hashimoto's disease? And, you know, when you you hear that word Hashimoto's, a lot of people don't even know what it is. Um, But we picked it because it's becoming more and more prevalent. Um, According to statistics, 5% and now it's getting up to almost 7% of the population. That's a pretty significant amount. will experience episodes, episodes of Hashimoto's. And a lot of endocrinologists are just saying, oh, it's just a genetic disorder. It's a, and so we're going we're gonna to challenge that today. So what exactly is Hashimoto's? So Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disorder, which are very specific antibodies that attack your thyroid. And for those of you that understand what a thyroid is, it's the size of a butterfly uh, right below. It's right around your neck area. And it's just a very small gland, but it's powerful because it does so many different functions. One of them helps you produce energy. And what's interesting about the Hashimoto's, these antibodies, these uh, antibodies attacking your thyroid. So you have to ask yourself this question. Why is it happening? Um, The underactive thyroid, which we call hypothyroid, the gland itself becomes enlarged, such as a goiter. Because of the infiltration with lymphocytes, in essence, the body becomes allergic to its own thyroid hormone. Now, what's interesting about Hashimoto's, it is more common in women than men, about 8 to 1 ratio. But we're seeing a little bit of shift in that as well. Uh, More men are getting it. uh, Occurring mainly between the ages of 30 and 50. But, of course, it can be a little longer than that. And it's believed to be the most common cause of primary hypo. Thyroidism, So it's really important to understand this, that we've all heard of hypothyroidism, which is underactive thyroid, uh, but not many of our population are educated in Hashimoto's. And what's interesting, what's interesting is that once you're diagnosed with Hashimoto's, a lot of your doctors are going to say, well, there's nothing you can do about it. It is what it is. So we also challenge that. But I want to get into a few of the symptoms, and then we're going to get right into the dialogue on some of the root causes of it. Uh, Number one, We have seen a lot of patients with Hashimoto's disease uh, have difficulty swallowing in extreme cases, Um, muscle weakness, difficulty breathing in extreme cases, extreme crushing fatigue, weight gain to a sluggish metabolism, uh, elevated cholesterol are some of the key areas there as well. We also noticed that uh, Hashimoto's patients uh, usually have a lot of uh, gut issues, uh, have difficulties digesting wheat uh, and glutens. Uh, we also know that uh, patients with Hashimoto's um, have elevated cholesterol um, and, as I mentioned earlier, just extreme crushing fatigue as well. And so, Dr. Bidette, let's get right into uh, Hashimoto's. I know that you are one of the leaders in, in educating other physicians how to treat Hashimoto's. Uh, is it is it becoming a problem? And if so, why do, have we seen an increase in Hashimoto's?
2: Absolutely, it's becoming a problem. And the reason that we have seen an increase is much like the reason that we've seen an increase in in most of our autoimmune conditions. We live on a planet that is hard on the immune system. It will take us to one extreme or the other. And so when we're constantly stimulated by pesticides and chemicals and poor quality of food and, and stress and not enough sleep all of these things create a perturbance to our immune system now now add to that um, eating lots of sugar and and not eating enough fiber and not eating like our ancestors did And, and this is what sets you up for conditions that really our ancestors did not have nearly at the same degree it sets you up for more autoimmune conditions and that's what Hashimoto's is it's an autoimmune condition but the reason that it's so important to fight and advocate for yourself here is that the perspective in standard of care is that once you have this autoimmune condition against your thyroid, you'll always have it. So they say, do the measurements once. Look at, they're called antibodies that attack the thyroid. Measure them once. Never look at them again. Once you have it, you'll always have it. Yeah. Yeah you'll always have a condition that you don't treat. I would agree that much is true, but it has been so satisfying to work with Dr. Gulley, work here at Progressive, and really be at the forefront of this, really doing some groundbreaking work. Um, I can remember sitting around conference tables, um, doing our grand rounds here with physicians, and pulling chart after chart, and we would look at these antibodies more than once, and the reason we were doing it is because we were seeing them come down and come down. So. Abnormal is when they're high. What you want is to have the absence of these antibodies and we would watch them come down and come down and come down again. And and what we would see in our patients is often when you have these antibodies, the only way to replace what the thyroid was doing is to give some type of medication. Uh, there can be more natural versions of these medications and more synthetic versions, but, but basically to be on some type of medication and to be on that for the rest of your life. But what we noticed with, with our protocols is that we were saying, huh, we we have to, we have to, we have to decrease people's dose. Normally you think about medications, the body gets used to it. You need more after time. It doesn't work as well. You increase and you increase and you increase the dose. We were seeing the opposite. We were seeing our patient's symptoms get better. And we were seeing that we needed to take down a dose and that led us to say, what's going on? maybe something happened with those antibodies that never change and you, you know started pulling things and saying indeed our protocols are causing these antibodies to decline. They're going back into normal range. People aren't needing the medication that they needed previously. We're seeing improvement and from there um, we talked about this a lot. Dr. Agoli and I have both been out on the lecture circuit talking to other uh, clinicians and I would say some of the therapies that got started here at Progressive, things that are going to sound very simple, uh, but you are now seeing as more of a a uniform way that this gets treated in integrative medicine. So a therapy, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, but a therapy that Dr. Agoli pioneered here is to use the major intercellular antioxidant for the thyroid, uh, but to use it in a different way. So something called glutathione, and rather than taking it orally or doing it IV, Thinking about the physiology of the thyroid, thinking about, well, the anatomy of the thyroid, where is it? Well, like he mentioned, it's like a butterfly right over your neck. So it's very close to the surface uh, not very far under the skin. There's not a big layer of fat there or padding, no matter who you are. And so a meaning that we can use something like a cream, something transdermal, something that gets absorbed through the skin to go right into the thyroid. And so when you deliver antioxidants like this with a special preparation that we have that drives it more deeply into the thyroid tissue, what we were seeing is an improvement in thyroid tissue and watching those antibodies come down into normal range. Now now you're thinking, okay, I'm going to run out and get some glutathione cream, and, and, I'll, and I'll use that trick. And, and I'm sure that you'd see some improvement with that. But remember that this is done on the backdrop of, of, of true integrative medicine. And true integrative medicine isn't, oh, Here's a condition, here's a one pill, one powder, one lotion solution for that. It is the recognition of if you have a condition, something is off with your entire system. So we don't need to just treat the thyroid. Yes, that's going to be important, but we need to treat the reason that you got the autoimmunity. And when you begin to dissect the reason for autoimmunity, that leads you into thinking about what's happening Actually, in your intestines, in your gut, as it's called. That might seem far off or different, but this is actually where a lot of autoimmunity starts. So looking at um, food allergies and sensitivities, looking at your microbiome, which is a fancy way of saying bacteria that's in the gut because there's good bacteria that can reduce autoimmunity. Looking at things like your adrenal glands that make adrenaline that give you more energy but also balance your immune function. And so... Doing all of these pieces, and then also even understanding the specific nutritional needs of, of of yes, you, but also your thyroid and the tissue that's in the thyroid, really gave us this breakthrough in terms of strategies and, and being able to reverse something that 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 the literature says will always be there. And so, you know, uh, it's not the first time we've heard that coming from our patients and that that message has been told. We hear that message, you know, frequently. People come in and say, but I was told I need to be on this blood pressure medic, for example, this blood pressure medication for the rest of my life. No, what your physician said is that you need to control your blood pressure for the rest of your life. You need to have normal blood pressure because that lowers your risk of heart disease. That's not the same thing as needing to be on a medication for the rest of your life. It denies that there are other ways of treating that, like weight loss and minerals and and, and other botanicals. The same is true of Hashimoto's. The message is, once you have it, you'll always have it. And if you don't treat it, that is true. But what we have seen is there are very successful and very meaningful treatments and that they're actually spreading and taking hold in the integrative, integrative medicine world. It's, it's, it's frequent now when I go out that someone will say to me, hey, I started embracing some of those protocols that you guys started at Progressive and they're really working fabulously. So it won't be a surprise to me if some of the things that we do here our standard of care uh, in 10 or 20 years and you know that's really that's why we do things like this radio show because we know that we see people get better we know that integrative medicine can move people to the next level uh, but sadly when we talk to a niece or a nephew or, or an uncle or a friend that's in a different state and we tell them these things and then they go to their own doc what we also know as they don't often hear this same message so the only way we can get this message to more people is to do more education and that's to physicians in the community uh to to you guys out there our listeners uh, to our patients but the most important thing that we can do is education especially around hashimoto's this is not a condition that you're stuck with for the rest of your life
1: you're listening to healthy choices xm where we're talking about thyroid disorders and specifically Hashimoto's thyroiditis is the inf- causing when the body attacks its own thyroid it causes an autoimmune disease you're listening to healthy choices and also you can always text us at 512 we're here to answer any of your questions about this topic or anything else on your uh, on your health you can call us at 877 956 9566 and as the Positions of progressive medical centers as an in integrative medicine practitioners it's very it's detective work and trying to understand the root cause of why somebody is having a disorder and being able to taking this very difficult topic Hashimoto's disease and being able to understand why people have it as opposed to it's just something you just have to live with unfortunately it's difficult. You have to do some specific tests. It's it's something that's very common now. These thyroid antibodies is something that your physician should be able to test it is that your body is having and an attacking its own thyroid and and to be able to understand where your immune system is gone as as they would say that is out of balance and being able to work uh, on your GI tract or your gut to understand where these, sometimes it could be a food allergy that could be causing a problem or, or a chronic infection. We've seen this many times in in Lyme's patients and also mold disorders. Uh, patients mold is, uh, having reactions to mold that their body's thyroid becomes imbalanced and becomes downregulated. We cannot underestimate the effects of, Pesticides and how It down regulates The immune systems and causes These rise of these autoimmune Disorders so look that up As as Hashimoto's disease And also sometimes it could be just Low levels of thyroid And we have to treat this with Synthetic uh, hormones As a compounding pharmacist uh, Check out our website www.austincompounding.com And also, uh, pdlabs.net, we're able to take synthetic hormones and be able to remove some of the thyroid glandulars that cause this antibody reaction to be able to get people's thyroid back up to normal so they don't have to suffer. Also, Dr. Gazzagoli talked about antioxidants. You know, vitamin C is an antioxidant. Glutathione is the body's master antioxidant levels. These are your body is able to produce some of its own out of its liver. And many times you have to take a supplement or prescription strength to be able to reduce the body's inflammatory reaction or as a very strong antioxidant. So you have to dig, get it yourself, a integrative medicine professional. The physicians at Progressive Medical Centers, are sponsors of today's show, are also is is a good resource and always you can always text us at 512 724 We can always find an integrative medicine physician in your locality or also call us at our phone number today at 877-956-9566 because it's no reason to suffer. And we make sure when you find out that there is a disorder, it's important to be able to resolve it. This is not something you're going to have for the rest of your rest of your life. We started out with our show to understand that we're talking about over dysfunction over sixty million people are suffering from some sort of thyroid dysfunction and many times it is a difficult task to be able to modulate their their symptoms and also be able to spend time to rebalance it this is why it's so important to spend time on this before we start treating for blood pressure before we start treating for uh, arthritis before we start treating for many of the mood disorders it could be an imbalanced thyroid so dig in don't give up and on the second half of the show we're going to come back with Dr. Gaz, Dr. Cheryl Burdett, and talk about some more about treatments, about how you can go about doing this. And you can always text us uh, during this show so we can get to the bottom of it. It's also, it, it, it's important that if you are taking any thyroid medication, ask the question, you know, are you testing for some of the simple tests? You should know it's not just your TSH levels, thyroid stimulating hormones. It should also be testing for your free T3 levels, free T3 levels. Everybody should know what their T3 levels are, if they're having a thyroid imbalance. You should also know what your free T4 numbers are. And is your doctor testing you for thyroid antibodies? These These are always important to be able to get rechecked and just not say, you know, first of all, My thyroid is normal. We've heard this over and over again. But if you had some of these symptoms that Dr. Gazzogoli was talking about, we mentioned fatigue, chronic fatigue, dry skin, also being able to see if your eyebrows are receding by a third. Very classic symptoms that we see in our pharmacy when you ask people. So check back. We're going to come back after the show on Healthy Choices XM, a little bit more talking about specifically Hashimoto's disease and low thyroid you want to stay tuned and we'll be back right after the break
0: Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. and We're broadcasting live here on a Saturday afternoon out of Austin, Texas, as we're talking about a very interesting topic, as we're breaking down a Hashimoto's disease or low thyroid function. And many times people would have Hashimoto's disease, or they'll find out that their thyroid is low, and their treatments are perpetual. They have to continue to take the prone. They've been told that there's no cure for it. Well, we're gonna, as integrative medicine practitioners, we have an integrative medicine pharmacy here in Austin, Texas, and we're uh, we are talking with Dr. Gazagoli and Dr. Showbread at Progressive Medical Centers. Giving you some different perspective of how to, as the body starts attacking its thyroid, and this is called an autoimmune disease, that the body's it's the hormone levels are being decreased. Well, we've figured out ways how you can regain some of that control of your thyroid by having the body stop attacking its thyroid. And it's not just medicine alone, but going to the root cause of it and reducing those inflammatory markers. Inflammation is the root cause of almost 80% of all chronic diseases. So anything we can do to reduce inflammation is going to stop the inflammatory cycle of the thyroid and also the things that are affecting the adrenal glands. We'll get into more of that after the interview with Dr. Uh, Cheryl Burnett and Dr. Gazzagoli. Let's go ahead and you can always text us during this at 512-219-0724 under healthychoicesxm.com. Derek, let's go ahead and get started back with our interview.
0: Hashimoto's is becoming such a huge problem in our society, and we have to do a better job on diagnosis. We have to do a better job on treatment options for patients. And I want to take this opportunity to discuss some of the possible causes and contributing factors that we've seen in Hashimoto's. And it's really interesting as we're continuing this research We're seeing more and more patients not only suffering with hypothyroidism, um, numbers are hovering in the 20 million in the United States. Some are actually reporting a little higher than that, but it's somewhere in that vicinity. So it's a pretty high number, and there's a significant amount of those that are Hashimoto's. So it's important to, number one, request it from your physician. A lot of physicians are not doing the proper testing for Hashimoto's, and it's looking at these antibodies, um, and it's important to, uh, ask your physician to do the extensive antibodies and they'll, they'll, they'll know what that is because they learned that in medical school and they understand that, um, if you don't check the antibodies, it's going to be impossible to diagnose Hashimoto's. But some of the possible contributing factors that we have seen, um, Leaky gut syndrome, we're seeing uh, a significant amount of data that's correlating that when you have leaky gut syndrome, which is gut dysbiosis, which your gut, which your gut is responsible for about 75 to 85 percent of the immune system, depending on which research scientist you're talking to. uh, Let's call it somewhere in the middle, 75 percent. That gut is actually causing the immune system to overreact, to overreact, and then it's attacking the thyroid for many other different reasons as well. So that's number one. Um, we have seen a correlation with nutritional deficiencies. We've seen a lot of fat-soluble vitamins, uh, such as vitamin A, be uh, deficient. Uh, we've also seen uh, B6 and zinc uh, also be deficient. And one of the most important minerals that we've seen uh, is selenium. Uh, and a lot of physicians don't know that. And the last one is an amino acid called taurine. So it's important to be evaluated for that. Uh, genetics always play a role. There are some SNPs, which is a single nuclear polymorphism, uh, that can be out of whack and that can contribute to this. But it's usually the epigenetics. So the next thing here is environmental pollutants have exacerbated uh, the immune system um, and it's caused the body to overreact and attack the thyroid. Um, we've also seen an increase in Hashimoto's um, for an increased um, intake of certain foods. They're called uh, goitrogens, which actually are uh, cabbage, Brussels spouts, and broccoli. Even those are very, very healthy. If you don't actually steam them properly, you're going to be losing these enzymatic processes. And this, these substances have been known to inhibit thyroid function. Now, I'm not saying you should eat broccoli because broccoli uh, is just a superfood. But perhaps if you have Hashimoto's, you may want to um, have moderation for that as well. We also have, have seen stress, uh, increased cortisol levels, which then block the conversion of thyroxine, which is T4, to its active form of T3. And that's also contributing to Hashimoto's as well. So it's very important to understand your cortisol levels. Uh, And the last thing I want to mention here uh, is something called heavy metal toxicity. Um, Heavy metal toxicity, very specifically mercury, has also known to contribute to um, the advent of Hashimoto's. So we have a wide variety here, wide variety here, So what do you do in this situation? I think, first of all, you have to determine if you have Hashimoto's, and that's with these antibodies. Then, if you decide to go to an integrated functional doctor, it's nice to be treated properly for the thyroid, which will require a thyroid medication. But then, as Dr. Burdett said earlier, now you can get involved in some nutritional integrative therapies, such as adding glutathione to... um, your thyroid, where you can actually get a cream. We can prescribe a cream. In addition to that, it's looking at the proper mineral balance, and we specifically like to use uh, selenium. And there's other areas we start building the gut. So, Dr. Badet, I want to get back into these contributing factors. So we talked about gut dysbiosis and leaky gut syndrome. Um, we know that plays a huge role. And, and tie to that, food allergies also and yeast over- overgrowth, candida albicans can also contribute. Out of all the ones I've, I've listed here, which, which ones do you think are the important to focus on?
2: Well, oh, you know me. I'm always going to say that uh, it depends on the individual. Uh, and, and, but I think that really this is the, the, the issue and where some people have, um, can ha- have a, a breakdown in terms of understanding of integrative medicine. And so when we think about autoimmunity, like Hashimoto's is, we think about what is happening in the GI tract or the gut. Why do we think about that? Because this is where 85% of your immune system is. Think about how important it is for a baby to breastfeed. And what are the reasons behind that? Well, the reasons are they'll get sick less often, but they'll also be less likely to have allergies and atopic conditions. Those are autoimmune conditions. And so we can see that much of our immune priming starts in the gut rather than the blood like many of us think. And so When you ask me to choose between um, foods or yeast or parasites, dysbiosis, which is it? Well, uh, yes. (laughs) And which is it? It's whichever the one the patient has. And so just a good, simple kind of rule of thumb is if you're thinking about autoimmunity or you're thinking about any kind of gut-based symptom like like constipation or gas or Crohn's or colitis, irritable bowel syndrome, you kind of got two options for reasons why there's going to be a disturbance in the gut. Either it's the food you're eating or it's a bug in the gut. And that bug could be yeast or parasite or a bacteria. And so, you know, we don't... We don't waste our patients' time by guessing and, you know, trying this and trying that and letting your quality of health continue to go down while we kind of just sort of, you know, I don't know, maybe it's this or the other. Um, It's pretty uh, routine for us here at Progressive to look at both at the same time, look at foods your body is reacting to and do what's called a comprehensive digestive stool analysis. This is not what's routinely done at a hospital. This is something that's looking at hundreds of bugs in your gut, rather than a handful of bugs in your gut. And we do this comprehensive digestive stool analysis because it'll tell us, do you have an overgrowth of bad bacteria? Do you have a lack of good bacteria? Do you have an overgrowth of yeast? Do you have an overgrowth of parasites? And if any of those things are off, this could be the thing that is overstimulating your immune system. Is it a bug? Is it a food? Unless you've looked at those things, you haven't exhausted your root causes for Hashimoto's. And so as you begin to look there, now something happens. You remove the irritant. You're thinking, well, I know what foods I should eat. I know sugar's bad for me, and I know, you know junk food, and I should eat vegetables. But it gets deeper than that. You could clean up the diet. You could be doing an excellent job, but you could be, and you could be eating very healthy foods. But sometimes your immune system gets confused. That's what an autoimmune condition is in the first place. And sometimes the, the root for that confusion is your body has begun to attack foods because it thinks the food looks like a bug, and it's confused. And so now that healthy food you're eating, that asparagus or that avocado or that broccoli, it might be something that your immune system's confused by and is attacking so even healthy foods can be autoimmune triggers when the immune system is confused and we know your immune system is confused you have Hashimoto's it's already attacking your own thyroid so now we're looking for what is the origin of that confusion so just like your immune system could be attacking a food and then the way it does that is it makes antibodies and those same antibodies they're not specific they don't just attack the food They cross-react and they attack your own thyroid tissue. But the same story could be happening for an overgrowth of yeast in your gut. And you might be sitting there thinking, well, that's not me. I don't have gut pain. I I can eat anything. I never have a problem. You don't have to have gut pain or gut-based symptoms to have an autoimmune condition that starts in the gut again this is where a lot of our immune cells where the immune priming is and so that immune priming um, will not just affect what's happening in the GI tract it doesn't even have to affect what's happening in the GI tract but it uh, can then go on to affect you systemically even in the absence of gut-based symptoms so that's important to remember so let's say now you have an overgrowth of a bad bacteria or some yeast same story different target. Your immune system is working to attack that. It makes antibodies, but those antibodies get confused, attack your own tissue, which is the thyroid, and again, boom, we have the onset of Hashimoto's. So uh, just like it's a woman's prerogative, Dr. Aguli, I'm not going to be forced to choose. (laughs) I'm going to say all of the above could be possible, and I want to treat all of the above.
0: So let's get right into some of these treatment options. So what do you do after your doctor diagnoses you, and let's just say he wants to put you... Uh, On a straight medication, which typically a lot of allopathic physicians are going to use, uh, something called levothyroxine, um, and that is a synthetic T4. You know, that's probably going to definitely assist to some degree, but our biggest concerns is that it's it's actually missing the big picture of the most active form of thyroid, which is T3, Um, and we feel that certain individuals just don't convert T4 to T3. That's a mechanism. Uh, that we see that the human body can convert in the liver, and it becomes active, which gives you that energy, uh, that vitality, that's going to help uh, eradicate some of those systems associated with hypothyroidism, which is brain fog, which is constipation, uh, thinning hair, uh, crushing fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, um, insomnia, uh, cognitive issues. These are just to name a few of them. Um, that we have seen as well. And that's why it's also so important to understand that synthetic T4 may not be the only answer, and there's other forms of it. So our physicians or functional doctors like to use um, something called a combination of T4 and T3, and they can use it in a a natural medication. Um, It is a prescription still. Or they may decide to use just a natural uh, glandular as well with some nutritional um, components such as selenium, uh, tyrosine, uh, depending on the patient, sometimes iodine because it's being, it, it's also being evaluated by a good integrative doctor. Uh, but I also want to talk about some other nutrients that a lot of physicians uh, have researched. For example, uh, we're big believers in looking at vitamin C. Um, vitamin C converts tyrosine, helps convert tyrosine into thyroxine hormone. Uh, vitamin C also offers good immune support uh, which is very, very important as well. Uh, we also know that vitamin E is a cofactor for the absorption of iodine. Um, and one of the most important minerals, in my opinion, is is magnesium. Uh, we can see up to 400 milligrams, even higher, sometimes 800 to 1,000 milligrams. Um, and that what magnesium is doing is also assisting uh, the conversion of selenium, But it also helps the central nervous system, has so many other benefits as well. So magnesium is very, very important. Um, The other area that I want to mention is the fat-soluble is we know that um, vitamin A plays a role in the uptake and the proper metabolism of iodine. Vitamin A is also important uh, for functioning of the pituitary gland, which regulates the thyroid. So a lot of these essential fatty acids are so important. uh, But one of the most important things that we've discovered in combating Hashimoto's, believe it or not, is a lot of these particular patients have food allergies. And one of the biggest things that shows up is wheat and gluten. So we're very strict on um, talking about eliminating those out of your diet, thus having less inflammation, thus allowing all these other nutrients to work synergistically. And we see um, increased um, efficiency of the thyroid and thus the antibodies begin to go down. And just a couple of case studies, uh, I distinctly remember one of the worst patients ever. Their TPO antibodies and their um, other antibodies, all of them were, were between 2,500 and 3,000, which is extremely high, extremely high. And over a period of six months of diligent work, and as Dr. Bennett mentioned, we we had a brainstorming session on using glutathione. We actually used something called topical DMS DMSO, which is a solvent which dries... Um, the medicine deeper into the cell, even though the thyroid is very close. We just want to make sure. Uh, please don't do this at home. You should be with a skilled physician. Uh, Dimethyl can be also very caust- caustic, but when it's done properly with aloe vera, we've had no issues whatsoever. But we were shocked how that patient's numbers actually dropped in half in less than three months, and then within a year of proper treatment, it was gone completely. So, and, mm-hmm. and there's 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 countless other ones, but ultimately. The goal here is to properly uh, evaluate you and to do a combination of medication and nutritional support. So, Dr. Biddett, you know, I mentioned all these different nutrients as well. Uh, I know that you have very specific protocols, and and I agree with you treating the patient. Uh, Is there a specific protocol that you like in addition to what I just recommended?
2: Yes, I think that in addition to what you recommended, like, like you said, uh, we've got to treat the gut. Um, but I, And then we also have to think about the thyroid tissue. So absolutely using those nutrients, using selenium and zinc and glutathione to build up health there. And then the third piece is treating your adrenal glands. So adrenals are little glands that sit on top of the kidneys and they make your adrenaline. They make something called cortisol, which is the body's natural anti-inflammatory. But cortisol also balances out an overstimulated immune system. And so making sure those adrenals are functioning better is part of reversing that Hashimoto's and making those adrenals function, function better part of making you feel good people that have healthy adrenals make better levels of adrenaline and that adrenaline peaks in the morning so you feel like getting out of bed it slowly decreases throughout the day so you get a signal to go to sleep and so it sets our whole sleep-wake cycle our circadian rhythm it reduces inflammation and the adrenals make us more responsive to stress and reduce the uh, the immune system from being overly stimulated so all of that um, when we put it together, really translates into a successful outcome uh, for patients.
1: You're listening to Healthy Choices XM as we're talking with Dr. Gazagoli and Dr. Cheryl Burdett as talking about thy, uh, Hashimoto's disease, thyroid dysfunction, that the body's thyroid is downregulated or in many times we call this hypothyroidism. And we're trying to get to the root cause of this and the treatments And as we went through, just as a summary for some of our listeners, some of the treatments that uh, we find with medications, uh, very commonly find is uh, levothyroxine, T4, or Synthroid, seems to be only part of the solution. Is missing the active forms or the T3 forms, the active form that is the light bulbs or the spark plugs in the thyroid. So having a combination therapy or the proper uh, therapy will be able to have people feel better. But we try to understand why, what is causing this, an inflammatory condition. And many times you can trace the inflammatory condition to improper gut health or GI tract health and also food allergies to wheat or gluten. These are inflammatory substances. So we come back to the diet and try to reduce these inflammatory markers. That's why it's so important to Get with a practitioner to be able to be able to have this discussion about thyroid. And this is not a fifteen minute consultation. Many of these integrative medicine physicians or even a pharmacist will be able to lead you in the right direction. We'll spend an hour going through this. There'll be some additional tests. And many things are very simple tests, uh, uh, today. But it's more than just a simple T S H. And if you hear that you're If you get this question and you say, well, your thyroid is in a normal range, but you still don't feel good, there's something wrong with you, please take this antidepressant. That's when you probably need to get some additional help, because that's not true. We're talking about over 60 million people are suffering from thyroid dysfunction, and 5% of it is due to this condition called Hashimoto's disease. So uh, ask those questions. Uh, also there's some key nutrients that we talked about uh, Selenium, iodine, are, and vitamin A Also vitamin A is, is helpful in reducing some of this in- inflammation And also if we're looking at healing the gut Healing the GI tract from aller- food allergies Large quantities of probiotics are uh, Very effective for people who have chronic infections We had one of our callers call in for um, had a bacterial infection chronically. This is something that uh, we find to be very helpful to heal those junctures in the gut. Uh, high doses, billions, hundreds of billions of units of active forms of probiotics. Check out our website, Healthy Choices XM, and we'll be able to give you some suggestions. Uh, also, we had a couple of listeners uh, text us some questions at 512 0724 and we were able to give you some advice for some of the practitioners that are that are in your area that we we have as a nationally licensed pharmacy we have relationships with physicians all across the country uh, that are being able to treat thyroid dysfunction and really get people better that's what we're here all about is to be able to give people choices if you're suffering and you still don't feel well ask some questions and call us we'll be able to help you be able to find those uh, those practitioners because it's it's really if people are just not feeling any better we find out that sometimes just a couple of lab tests we can identify exactly what this is we also had a couple of our callers wanted to understand about the adrenal thyroid connection and if you answer these questions you're always tired no matter how much sleep you get and do you feel your brain is in a fog? Are you cold when others aren't? You, do you feel you can't lose any weight despite dieting? You may be suffering from a thyroid deficiency and adrenal fatigue. If you're under a lot of stress, we find that many people have low levels of cortisol, which is, a, is an indicator of adrenal health. And this is connected to your thyroid. So as you can see, this is complicated. And this is what we, but when you break it down, if you're living a very, very stressful life, your body's trying to heal itself and down-regulate itself, and we start with understanding your adrenals. And this is why it's important for your physician, if they're treating your thyroid, they should also know what your cortisol levels are. It's a very simple uh, test. It's either saliva test or urine test. To understand the interrelationship between all these, they are very they work together. And also uh, in as next week when we have Dr. Lane Sebring, he's going to be joining us. And Dr. Sebring is a nationally recognized physician that understands the connectivity of the foods that we eat. We're going to be talking uh, next week a little bit more about the ketone lifestyle and how diets such as ketones, being able to take them, In in certain form, in powder forms, or be able to have a diet that is high in proteins and fats and low in carbohydrates, Uh, very similar to paleo lifestyles, hunters, gatherers, can influence the inflammation process in your body, which is causing... Many of the thyroid dysfunctions and many of the fatigue uh, functions. So that's what we're, we're going to be here next week. And make sure you t- you tell your friends and, and neighbors to join us because it's going to be live. And Dr. Sebring enjoys being able to have some discussions. And if you dis- disagree, we'd like to take your calls as well because this is how we learn and have an interactive radio show. Uh, And Dr. Lane Sebring SebringClinic.com You can check out his website Because this is what what is very interrelated To be able to What what foods that we eat Are probably causing some of these Chronic conditions You can always text us at uh, 512-219-0724 Also You can uh, call us at 877-956-9566 And we're getting some Of our listeners that are Calling in about finding a physician in Indianapolis, and I'll get back to you uh, about that after the show. But check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com, about all of our past broadcasts and also our website for some of the products that are on our show. We want to thank our sponsors, Prescription Dispensing Labs or PDLabs.net for making this show possible, and also Progressive Medical Centers out of Atlanta, Georgia, for continuing our ministry here uh, for good health. Check out their website, progressivemedicalcenters.com. We'll be back next week with more on making responsible choices that will change your life. Have a great week.